deception, it's perversion masquerading under the guise of renewal. Today they've degenerated into a social club for bored millionaires and celebrities who use its meetings as an excuse to indulge their jaded sexual appetites. Mom, do you really want to go and live in that hotel for the week? Sure I do. It'll be lots of fun. What have you done to it? What have you done to its eyes? He has his father's eyes. Welcome, Uncensored Cinephiles fans, to a new movie review breakdown. This one of Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke. Oh, wait, I thought I was saying the movie title. You just, like, cut me off there. And And I thought I was saying it. I know. I I thought it was Women's History Month, and it was International Women's Day the other day, and you're just cutting... Cut me off, take, <laughs> invading my my space. Yeah, of course, because that's what we should do. I believe what we call it is a uh, a failure to communicate. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 it's, it's no, I can amazing. do it better. I can do it better now. You ready? Okay, yeah, yeah. I believe what we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> What we've got here is failure to communicate. That's great. That's great. And my background is the sort of crossroads, which is the ending of the the film. So yeah. uh, lots of symbolic cross um, symmetry sort of being used, imagery even. So it's very interesting. It's like watching this film uh now compared to when i watched it as a teenager i'm like picking up on a lot more so i know that we said we were going to keep this like review short and there's not really like the deep dives that we we've got but there's still plenty of things that we can talk about in this movie yeah absolutely and it's a paul newman film and it's a really good paul newman film they did a really good job acting in the film I don't know much about the director or anything like that in this film. I don't know of his other works and things, but it was a very uh, well done film. I thought, mm. you know, the filmography was good. It stands up. It was a, a decent like prison movie. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So. And I, I think what's interesting about this movie is it was made in 1967, which is like the, the time that uh it's like the turning time of like old hollywood so like the studio system um you know the old movies that were like heavily censored by the Hayes code and now like emerging into like new hollywood so before it all became the hollywood that we know today yeah so 
um, the director was Stuart Rosenberg, and you might uh, know uh, another one of his films that he directed was the Amityville Horror. Oh, okay. Uh, which is obviously in another interesting movie, and uh, he also directed The Drowning Pool, which I haven't seen, but that stars Paul Newman as well. So mm. it's like he uh, obviously had a, a good working relationship with um, Paul Newman, and um, I'm not sure if there's anything else that I've heard of his any of his other movies, but uh, I think he started off mostly in uh, TV. So, but uh, yeah. uh, this movie was like, you know, stars uh, George Kennedy. So I don't know if you saw, uh, recognize the character of, um, I think it's Dragline, who is the one that sort of like has a boxing match with Luke in the movie. Mm -hmm. But um, I think he received a Oscar for his uh, performance. He also right. starred in. Um, the Dirty Dozen, uh, Spartacus, quite a lot of movies. So he's got, you know, quite a recognizable uh, face. So, um, but what did you, I, I'm intrigued to hear what you thought of this movie, because obviously this is like a film that I recommended. So we're kind of trying some different things here on Uncensored Cinephiles. So we're trying to be uh what are we trying to do we're just trying to be like i don't know trying to review decent films that we like and yeah. might interest the audience so this is one of them uh, i think cool hand luke uh for seeing it for the first time was i'm not huge into prison films uh, but mm. i did like this one as like a movie overall um mm. I definitely would rather, as I said to you, I'd rather be in these prisons of these right. like on olden the times gang. on the chain <laughs> gang than in the uh, the gang bang, which is now <laughs> the new prisons, right? So like mm. the prison shows I've seen have been, uh, you know, Oz and I've seen movies like Let's Go to Prison which is a hilarious comedy. I don't know. And uh, okay, like, so these are all, or like, you know, half-baked where the guy's <laughs> trying to rape them in the showers all the time. No! Devil, man. Devil 666, the mark of the beast. No! Naughty, naughty jungle of love. So, yeah, like, um, I watched an interesting video essay uh, about how um, homophobia is portrayed in cinema and a lot of the jokes tend to be about prison rape mm -hmm. um, like don't drop the soap and they yeah. were saying like it's so weird because it even appears in like inappropriate sort of places where it shouldn't appear like in kids uh, cartoons where I think there's like a Spongebob episode where um, Spongebob tells uh patrick not to drop the soap or something so it's like yeah. i don't know why that's become something of like it's not a comedic thing but in like popular culture it's become it's like softened it really to sort of like i don't know maybe just make the whole thing seem like a, a bit of a joke really when it's actually not <laughs> 
really <laughs> gross and like awful for the people doing it. Yeah. I don't understand why it's such a uh, phenomenon in the modern like prison culture that that takes place, but I don't know. It's just it is, and the I guess they put them back on the chain gang so they get their shit out, their frustrations <laughs> out that way, <laughs> right? Because then, I mean, maybe they get to check out like a hot chick who's washing the car. <laughs> what did yeah, you make of that scene? Taking them off here, boss. All right, take it off. Man. Damn things is blocking the scenery. Oh man, oh man, I'm dying, I'm dying. Well, uh, what was she scene. doing? Why was she like out there washing her car in front of an entire chain gang of guys? <laughs> Love it, baby. Love it. Clean that car. Love it. I have no idea, but I think that like scene is so like 1960s. There's like certain things you wouldn't be allowed to go away with now. It's like such a like obviously kind of sexist thing, but I mean, yeah, the girl doesn't even have a name or anything. I don't think it's Lucille, like... but yeah, but. Know. Yeah, but she doesn't have, she just has a name, but she doesn't, like, necessarily have a character, you know, I guess. She's seen as, like, object. So. Yeah. But why, but you didn't answer the question. Why is she, why did she decide to go out and wash the car? I don't think I have to answer the question, do I? <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, let's moving on. Of course, you would fixate on that, like, one scene. <laughs> it's the best scene in the movie. All what? the guys would agree. Hit one in the chat if you think that's the best scene in the movie. No one is gonna. No, don't. <laughs> I'll have words with you later. I'll have words with you. <laughs> so, I thought the movie did have some um, kind of interesting messages to it kind of maybe mixed messages where mm -hmm. like you have some sort of like religious sort of like stuff going on but also at the same time like sort of anti-religious statements being made mm. like the okay. ending in particular right um i don't know uh i feel like i guess i can see it sort of see what you mean because um there isn't like a miracle he's like always asking for like some way out of the situation that he finds himself in and then what ends up is obviously um his unfortunate like end but maybe that's what his end like his way out was to pass away so so maybe that was God sort of like answering him because he couldn't really exist in that society because he wasn't able to just simply conform like everybody else. Like wasn't like even when they thought they had beaten him, you know, and t taken away his like spirit and um, 
his free will, you know, yeah. and had, um, you know, essentially made him into some sort of like droid, you know, he was, he still had that sort of, he was, you know, he says like they just didn't break his mind, you know, so they broke his body, but they didn't break his mind. So, and maybe the only way out was for him to, you know, to die essentially. So, I feel like that ending is kind of justified. Get out of the way. He's out. It kind of like cements him as this like, uh, like almost like a sort of like a a legend, you know, like a myth, you know, uh, to sort of like inspire other people to sort of like not conform and to question authority. So I I I guess it comes like at a time where, um there was a, a huge sort of like anti-establishment movie uh, movement in the 1960s with like you know people fighting for civil rights and the the Vietnam War and stuff so I can sort of see why it like has that ending but at the same time I feel like that ending I don't know whether it would have ended the same way as nowadays if this movie was made like maybe people would be ex- because so many times that we see like movies where the uh, main character like is literally a super hu- superhuman mm. and the consequences you you never buy into like uh the actual like there were whether they're actually in any sort of like risk of being harmed or dying because they are literally superhumans so to me this movie makes it feel very unique to its time that it was like set in and um filmed in yeah that makes sense (laughs) does it i don't know i'm just like i don't know (laughs) but i mean you see like what i was saying was so when he's about to be captured, he's kind of like running around in the in the church being like, oh, this is, you know, what you give me. This is the end result of like, you know, like he's mad at God inside a church. On my knees asking. I'm pretty tough to deal with, huh? A hard case. Yeah. I guess I gotta find my own way.
when mm. he gets shot and killed but then like you see him carried off <clears throat> into the car and as they're driving into the light like the light changes color mm. what do you think that represents it changes the red by the way mm. i suppose you could say red is like the color of revolution Maybe. yeah but i mean what do you generally what do people generally associate red with like when you think of like going into what the white light or the red light uh i don't know <laughs> you tell me well i mean he ends his life in a church like talking badly about god and then he mm. gets carried off into a red light, which mm. is probably signifying not going to heaven. That's probably signifying going to hell, right? I don't this think is why you don't, mm. you're not left with like a really good feeling about it at the end. Like he did escape, but where did he really escape to? Um, I think... No, I I don't read it like that. To me, it's like it's I don't see him as being bitter or anything. It's almost like when he's like talking to God and he's being like, you know, saying like, "Oh, is this all sort of like?" And it doesn't come across as like a bitter tone. It mm -hmm. comes across as like, you know, kind of realizes that like it's out of his hands. And as like um, almost like things happen for like a random chaotic reason in a way, yeah. but I, I don't see it as I think necessary. I don't think it's like you wouldn't have that end photograph. Do you know what I mean? Where they have like the because when he when Luke breaks out of prison, he sends the magazine to. Um, his fellow inmates and it's got a picture of him uh, seemingly appear to have made it where he's dressed in a suit with like two glamorous girls mm -hmm. and then that becomes like their symbol of like hope really but when he comes back and he says it's you know he just paid for that photo and it was just you know it's all a fraud they they rip it up or one of them rips it up uh, but when you see it um at the end of the, the film, it's been glued back together and it's like has the cross symbol, you know, so it makes a per and it's uh, this lines up perfectly with the crossroads, which, you know, zooms out and it's like the crossfade of those two images. <laughs> So I see it like that's where he's gone to that sort of like his like version of a heaven because he okay. doesn't I don't think he's a he's not necessarily a bad person I think what he's saying at the time of the church is probably something that we've we've all come across where we've all been a little bit despondent and maybe he's he's like you know um he knows that his his like um, time is running out. He knows that he's, you know, 
he's not done good things and he even sort of like admits that it's like almost like a confession and it's almost like I'm confessing my sins what sort of more do you want me to do so like what more is there for me to do on this this earth that makes sense yeah because um I think I guess, just, I, guess I, I yeah. I'm swayed by your further interpretation there like you've swayed me now the other direction <laughs> well I think like that's why the film is very unique in terms of it's like the time that it was made because it's on the cusp of uh new Hollywood which I don't know if I've like explained it before but you know it's a period of when um movies were being made and there wasn't like a, a relaxation of like censorship laws and rules so you have movies like the godfather and like movies like uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest and there's like a lot of more like drugs being seen and nudity and sex and violence and like there's less like the the characters are morally ambiguous or you know you know committing crimes and everything but I feel like this movie kind of wants to um, paint Lucas just being um, like a, a rebel without a course, you know, he's rebelling, but it's not really clear what he's rebelling against. And he's not trying to do it to like for any uh, material gain. He's like not, he's rebelling, but it's like a wider thing. You know, he's like rebelling against society. It's not like he has a personal grudge against somebody. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But what, so, what did I was going to ask you? What you thought of the the stars of the movie? What do you mean with him with the coins or? Yeah, yeah, like as an introduction to the character. I mean, I guess you just seemed like he was drunk and ripping them <laughs> off. But was he? getting the coins out of them or is he just destroying them i think he was just destroying them there was like no like, like why to it. So, yeah the whole i never understood why he was doing that or why they'd throw him in jail for so long for such a stupid thing yeah maybe there was like i wonder if there was like more to it like you know whether he sort of like answered back to the the cops or something you know or like he didn't seem remorseful about it he was just like didn't have a explanation for doing it it's like he was just bored was he trying to get arrested do you think maybe he was I maybe think so. he like because he's been in the army and i wonder like he had that like structure in the army that like routine and if he's not able to fight anymore for whatever reason he can't be in the army maybe that's what he was seeking that camaraderie with the other guys and being in like an, an army bunk type setting and all that kind of thing mm. no he was trying to escape right at the end <laughs> so yeah yeah maybe... but isn't yeah, it's interesting how his escape is a result of 
um, when his mom comes to visit him and then she's, she dies and then they, they're like, oh, you can't go to a funeral and they just, they don't have, the guards, you know, the prison officers don't have any empathy for him and just stick him in, you know, that, like, what, what do they call it? The hole or the something? Like, the box, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was thinking about it. the box is really not all that bad. Like they stick <laughs> people in the box for like a day, but in like our society, they stick people in solitary confinement for like huge amounts of time. Mm. But yeah, for like months at a time sometimes, and that drives yeah. people crazy because they have no contact with anybody for months. They're just in a but. Like, solitary confinement cell you know yeah i mean so. the box would it's not like you you can't lie down in that you know yeah he wasn't able to lie down um it would have been baking hot i guess it's like i think it would have been still... brutal but it's only a day any man with dirty pants on sitting on a bunk spends a night in a box. Any man don't bring back his empty pop bottle spends a night in a box. Any man loud talking spends a night in a box. You got questions, you come to me. I'm Carr, the floor walker. I'm responsible for order in here. Any man don't keep order spends a night in the box. Well, I think he was put in there more than one day. Like, At I don't a time? Know. Yeah. But you're like... I don't know. I don't think I would want to be in either the box or like in solitary confinement or anything like that. That's like horrible. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> either one is horrible, but <laughs> you know. But I, I mean, what did you think of um, the whole his mom sort of like the that scene? Because I thought it was quite interesting because we get to see a bit more of his character because he's like very much um you don't really he's a, he's a man of few words isn't he so it's like yeah. you don't really have like necessarily the background to him that we don't really see like you know him just going about his everyday life and we just see him getting arrested at the very start of the movie yeah she dying of tuberculosis and she's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Gla classic. Those, yeah, those are the times. Yeah. <laughs> she, my, my doctor recommends I have at least two of these cigarettes a day with my tuberculosis. <laughs> well, they used to do those like old adverts where it was like the cigarette adverts, you know, where it's like doctors recommend you smoke camel cigarettes for a smoother <laughs> taste <laughs> she starts coughing she's like oh it's time for another cigarette oh, I, think I'm right. I came to visit you i was too sweet to you paul newman what was his name i'm leaving the house to your, your other siblings screw you enjoy no, prison no, because she was, like, trying to say, like, her justification to leave the house was because she always, like, favoured him more. Yeah. And she never really gave anything to the other siblings, which is kind of like, you know, I don't know. Um, My final gift to you, Paul, is you get nothing. Enjoy prison. 
<laughs> I thought that scene was kind of nice. Oh, did, I thought did, it was did you nice. Not? No, I thought it was just the last felting of this guy in jail. <laughs> uh, what else about this movie? What, what, do they have chain gangs in England? Did you guys ever have this? No, I don't think so. There was, there's not like videos of like knights dragging people along where they like <laughs> dug the trenches for <laughs> the royal poo latrine or something. I don't think so. No. <laughs> no. The closest you can get, actually, there are prison movies uh, in the U like UK prison movies. Yeah. Um. So they're always like really awful. <laughs> they're like really violent and stuff. It's like they make um, US prisons look quite nice, I think. Does the UK have the same like <laughs> raping problem that America has in the prisons? <laughs> yeah, I guess. You do? Like a, there's a famous movie called Scum. Scum? Which was made in like the 80s, I think, or maybe the 70s. And it was like a boys prison you know for like teenage boys yeah it's like features all sorts of horrible things happening to it like boys and stuff and like it's really violent so um it's probably yeah. fem feminist delight now i know i've seen it no no it's like not a nice movie it's actually really horrible <laughs> it's like a really tough watch but of course oh, yeah. like another another prison movie is like a clockwork orange which kind of like because he goes to prison so you know that does, I know, it's, he does, it does it's kind of really it's more of like a is it prison or like a government like it's prison isn't it brainwashing he, institute he just he does the he signs up to the experiment in order to get a lesser sentence right so oh yeah that's right he does it's not i guess the brainwashing's not in the prison i guess he left the prison to go to the brainwashing thing yeah so yeah. we'll have know. to do clockwork orange is another movie review soon <laughs> i also said that we should do all the bond films so yes i but think we're back that... we're gonna stick on this movie though yes so um so chain well, gangs in the uk happened that's the thing. no no <laughs> they didn't happen <laughs> i've never seen one i don't think they did <laughs> i <sighs> could I mean, if if people know, then let me know. But I don't remember. I mean, I maybe they did. It just doesn't seem like it would really work because the UK is so small. Like the reason that it works well in the US is because there's nowhere to, for these guys really to run. Like these roads are really remote in the middle of nowhere, aren't they? So yeah. So I have a question for you. Would you rather be in the chain gang prison or would you rather be in the like high security, you know, concrete and barbed wire <laughs> prison? Um, probably. I don't know. I'd rather not be in any prison. Yeah, but you have to pick. That's not <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. Uh, I feel like the concrete one would be horrible. All right, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's a modern no. prison. Yeah. Or this old fashioned prison. 
Um, can I be in a prison in space? No, you can't be in a space prison. That's not. <laughs> you gotta pick not... between actual prison and uh, this be... old timey <laughs> chain gang prison. I'll be in an old timey one. I feel like that would be kind of fun in some ways. <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> I think in the old timey that... one would be epic. It'd be way more fun than this new shit going on. In a way that you could sing songs, right? And get you exercise. Can... You're yeah, outside. you're out outside, and you're kind of like getting fresh air. I guess the time would go quite quickly, right? Yeah, because you're doing like physical labor, and like you know, you're not just sort. Of, what do people do in prison? Like I think the tip. food was better too. The food looked better than the old time meat prison. Um, one of my favorite moments of the movie is when, like, so this is the second, I think the second time that Luke is like caught after um, trying to run away and like they're trying to break him and uh, they basically like give him loads of food on his plate and tell him, like, if he doesn't eat it, he's going to go in the box. And like the other prisoners start to take like spoonfuls of his food because he can't eat it i think mm. that's like there's so many like moments where it's like uh almost like like that sort of solidarity like you know camaraderie yeah. yeah that's it yeah it kind of like it's interesting in this kind of time um there were like movies like spartacus being made you know again like showing people coming together you know there's that famous scene of um i am spartacus and then you have like kuhan luke and these like uh even like one flew of the cuckoo's nest is kind of like in that way of like anti-heroes and but inspiring people and they're like going against the system but yeah like all those films end in sort of like a very tragic way so mm. i don't know what kind of message that is trying to send it's like uh you can fight the system but like someone's not going to make it out you know so yeah. it's going to be like like but that kind of like happens in real life so to fight the system you almost need a martyr right that's kind mm. of what they're showing you right yeah so and this was at a time where going against the system, you would get martyred. Like all mm. the whistleblowers of the 60s and the 70s, like in the presidents yeah. that stood up to the system, like JFK, you know. So it's kind of like showing that kind of thing, right? Yeah. So. I, but um, what I, I think I quite like about this movie is the fact that um, I it doesn't feel like it's in any, any, any way making fun out of people necessarily. Like it's not mean spirited. Like there's um, like all the people seem kind of like uh, respectful of each other. Do you know what I mean? Like the prisoners, it's not like that mm -hmm. sort of like, there's a pecking order, but that sort of like quickly sort of like disappears. You know, but it's it's never like a uh like you see in like modern prison movies where you have like the little gangs and you know in the 
courtyard you know, mm. so um but it just seems like i don't know like a time where even though they're all kind of different and they're all like in for different you know different crimes and stuff and they're from different backgrounds there's like a still just like um respect for each other yeah so and that's like interesting with how luke's character the way he earns respect is by showing his like determination and sort of resilience and it's like <laughs> even when he gets knocked down he gets like up again to fight so i think there's like a a really powerful message there could be <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> So, sweetie, would you recommend that our audience checks out this? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. um, I think visually it's like a very interesting movie. The scenery is quite beautiful. There's some really powerful shots. Like um, there's a, the, the guard that wears the sunglasses and mm -hmm. how he's called like the man with no eyes and how you see the reflection of certain uh you know like um characters and scenes and stuff like how his glasses are used to capture that and mm -hmm. i think that's really interesting his character i don't know if he actually has any real dialogue i think he might have a few lines but he's just like not many if any he's like almost like kind of like reminds me like the cyclops or something you know this like mythical sort of monster like uh like minotaur character right mm. so um he's like something that the, the hero has to go up against and defeat and i think what's like interesting at the end of the movie is his glasses get knocked off this face and get broken so yeah. but i think like visually this is a movie that is um very powerful and features some really good performances and has like a really great scene of eggs being eaten <laughs> we haven't thought <laughs> about that scene <laughs> could you eat 50 eggs Oh no, I can't even like stomach one egg half the time. I really struggle. Can you imagine trying to make that scene in 2023? There's like no eggs. That, like, scene, that scene was great. I was just thinking, oh, this is, I gotta do this to my kids every morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always struggle to get them to eat their eggs. Yeah. Like yeah. strap them down and be like, one, two, three <laughs> eggs in. <laughs> What did you think of this movie? What was your sort of like overall sort of um, takeaway from this film? I thought it was a very interesting film and I thought that it showed a lot of good qualities, you know, things like how the people had respect for each other, even though they were all, you know, the scumbags of society. But <laughs> that, that kind of has changed in, in the modern day and age. And I think a lot of that has to do with just a lot of 
uh, gangs and stuff that are now in there and now these like racial divides, you know, where that wasn't there before, right? And then mm. another major problem is the drugs. Yeah, I was just you know? about to say that. Yeah. So when you add all of that together, you got racism, drugs, and, you know, just gangs and stuff. It's just turned into a nightmare. So I think mm. that's made prison way worse than it used to be. Um, and obviously now you're stuck inside like these tiny little, you know, I mean, imagine being, I, I just, no, like prison sucks. That's why I don't like prison films, but I thought this one was actually a really good film. So yeah. that's, that's my take on it is even if you don't like prison films, this film was well done enough with like the filmography work which is really good and there's a lot of scenes that look like a painting almost you know mm. and the story was good and the camaraderie stuff was pretty good so like, yeah yeah there's some like really powerful um you know you say like almost paintings like the this the, the moment after he's finished eating all the 50 eggs and he's like his body is positioned almost like Christ mm -hmm. on the cross. And I think that's like obviously a bit, maybe, I don't know if it's a bit heavy handed with its like symbolism, but I think it's such a, it is kind of like powerful because he has almost become like a, a, a Christ-like figure to, yeah. to these prisoners. And um, he has this like, uh, mystery sort of mythical sort of like almost like unknown like past you know like we hear that he's uh, I think he was meant to be in the Korean war and he was like you know a decorated hero and stuff but it's never really sort of like given much depth to what he's meant to be and I kind of like that I wish like more movies would do that where they just let like leave things we don't need like a prequel to every, or a disney plus tv show about these like characters like just let there be a little bit of mystery so you know yeah i do good, like that yeah <laughs> a good character doesn't need like a six-part prequel series to be introduced <laughs> at least a flashback and a montage i think would have helped but <laughs> <laughs> Mm. yeah anyways i thought it was a good movie um don't want to make this review too long so people no, no. check it out but i thought it was a really good movie people should check it out uh, and let us know what you all thought down in the comment section for this uncensored cinephiles podcast review of cool hand luke and let us know if there's any other movies you want us to check out uh, in the meantime, we have someone's plan for you guys that I think you all like as well. So Yeah, I mean, we hope to do a bit more of a, like, in-depth, like, deeper analysis of some other films that, like, deal with what we've previously discussed. But we also want to sort of, like, I don't know, sort of, like, celebrate cinema and, you know, discuss movies that, uh, have like a have had a cultural impact so cool hand luke is definitely one of those movies and yeah. it's inter interesting to see how um 
these movies all sort of like deal with the same sort of themes like you know anti-conforming and anti-establishment and and questioning authority and that sort of stuff because you know uh even a movie like cool hand luke still kind of touches on themes that we previously discussed in other films exactly couldn't have said (laughs) it better myself (laughs) i'm just trying try to tie it all in okay (laughs) (laughs) all right well well played sweetie all right Thank you all for watching and stay tuned. We'll be back soon. Goodbye, everybody. What's up, y'all? I'm the last man on earth. Shit's all fucked up. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We out here.